Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we'll be talking about getting back up when you get nut punched. Before we do that, though, let's talk about your mail. Guys, because we all know that getting offers into the hands of people with land that you want to buy is crucial to the, to the success of our business. And there's no better or cheaper way to do that than rocket print and mail. Justin and I both run our business on it and couldn't be happier. It's quick, easy, and by far the most effective way to get your letters out. So go check them out at uh, rocketprintmail.com forward slash casual Fridays REI. Cool. Is that right? It's either Casual Fridays or Casual Fridays REI. Hey, that gets them there. They, <laughs> yeah. you, but you forgot to mention a big sale. Well, I don't want to throw it into the commercial, but there is a huge sale, so go check it out. First sale of the year. It's the spring sale. It is great deal, great deal. And I, one of the cool things I love about Rocket Print and why we keep harping on it, and this is not just to go off on some tangent commercial, but it is kind of a tangent commercial. Even if it's not land investing you do, they can do it. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people benefit from just the extra advertising of their business, whether you're a pool company or a roofing company. Whatever it is, they can do it, and you get our negotiated rates. You get our negotiated breaks and discounts. Uh, we have a roofing company that's worked with us in the past. They're doing postcard mailing right now using data that they get from us, using postcards from Rocket Print, and the difference in the price, they only have to buy a 1,000 uh, postcards versus the typical 5,000 postcards. Mm. And so just that difference alone for a small business getting started, that, that's huge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, uh, we talked about it last uh, episode, but the prices are actually really good. I was surprised when I looked at them. I had to double check um, to make sure it was right. But yeah, so it's good. We'll post it and um, give them a call and get your mailbot. Yes, sir. So getting punched in the nuts. Yeah. You know my Thank wife. You, Trevor. Li- you you know my wife listens to this show and. She's going to want to know, am I punching the nuts? Or, <laughs> no or, one was even thinking about that. You yeah, brought she, that up. She will. She will. Because apparently the Twitch I have is from her uh, and being at the house. I've gotten, I heard this three times already. And, um, But what do you do? I, I thought we were going to get kicked in the nuts because the suggestion came for Trevor in our, in our masterclass group. But you went punched. And so uh, now I'm like, well, that's a little bit more aggressive than a kick. I don't so, know. It depends on who's punching or who's kicking. Okay. You know, you get a kick from Pele. Yeah. It's pretty aggressive. Yeah, I mean, you're I mean, a double maybe. black belt. I don't belt. somebody. You know, like, yeah, Chuck Norris kicking the nuts. You're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Chuck Norris, look at your nuts, you're in trouble. <laughs> so, what upon, do you do? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't Well, I'm under the impression that as an entrepreneur and a business owner, you're constantly getting kicked and pun- or punched in the nuts. 100%. Yeah, so it just seems like a normal day uh, in business. Yeah. That's what we get paid to do is get beat up and keep keep get back up and keep going <laughs> it's starting to wear a cup day after day and just take the <laughs> shot smile and go and it, it's funny you brought that up so yesterday we had a big storm come through you had a little house damage i'm sorry to see that hear that but it it kind of ravaged tornado in weatherford kind of came across the west of the metroplex came in fast and uh, tons of water and you asked hey what would you have done if you walked back in the office because it's the first week we're both back in the office peyton's back in the office offices put back together in 63, 64 days, what would you have done if it would have been wet? And I said, huh, at this point, I would have just laughed. <laughs> and I think that that goes into what so many times, what's happened so many times in this is you go, I, and, and for me, I, I usually scream out a few choice words and then I go, huh, how do we fix it? Yeah. What, what do we do now? Yeah. Cause the storm that came through was pretty big. And then 
I mean, literally, Friday was the day we put it in office, or thir- Friday is when we put it back together. We started putting it back together Friday, and they had it all back together on Tuesday, or Monday. Yeah, they did the door, the, yeah. the final trim stuff. Yeah, so we walked back in after the storm last night, and your ceiling tiles are wet. Yep. So there's definitely leaks. Yeah. It, it could have gone all the way through if it was even worse, even yep. more worse, right? And then it would have been messed up again. No. For me, at this point, every business I'm a part of, I'm sure you, I know, I know you last week, especially on our masterclass calls. <laughs> the last call was everybody who was dealing with trouble. Yeah. Right. It's just, uh, I'm more surprised now when things just go smoothly and well. Yeah. And then I don't even trust it. Oh, I agree with that. I, I said that I don't, I don't hide the, I don't pull the money out of the checking account and let it sit there for a week. <laughs> let it, let it fester just to make sure. Yeah. And so as that, as an entrepreneur, like that's just what you sign up for and that's how you, People always ask me what makes someone successful in this is that they, when they get beat up or kicked in the nuts or punched mm-hmm. in the nuts, they just get right back up and keep going. Yeah, it's a great point. And I, and so I was, I was talking, Peyton's been with us for about three, three and a half months now. And so I was going through that with her yesterday and I said, so she's been on a roll. She's got a couple good projects. She got big projects and under contract. And I said, well, how do you feel? She's like, oh man, I'm killing it. And I was like, I want you to think about this real quick though. And I'm not trying to say this to be funny. You have generated zero dollars. <laughs> and she goes, well, don't say it like that. And I said, no, but like, realistically, you have generated zero dollars. Now, you, potential is here. You have six things under contract that all have great potential. But how many people can get kicked in the nuts, get told you're worthless, you're dumb, stupid offers, whatever it may be, for three and a half months and hasn't generated a dollar? And so you take that in. She's, she works for, for us, so it's a, it's a little different than if she was doing this on her own and she was having to look at her husband. He's like... I told you it wasn't going to work. I told you it wasn't going to work. And then you're dealing with these other problems that come in, you know, a death on the deed. You can't get access because the people won't sign an easement and there's no one to be found. And so you're trying to buy it or there's a gate locked in there that you couldn't see in due diligence. You know, whatever that problem may be, you have to learn how to either A, fix it, identify that risk up front and, and, and engineer around it. Like, Hey, these are my buy. This is my buy box. This is why I do it this way. This is the drone pilot I call out there. This is the agent I use to get boots on the ground to identify as many of the issues up front. So you know how to handle it going, going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those, those, uh, problems don't end either. Once you get it bought, no, you know, you've got the whole marketing and sell side to get through too. Yeah. The closings, everything. And so I don't know, man, it's just, uh, it's just the day the life of an entrepreneur. I agree you with that. Wake up in the morning prepared to put out fires. I and I think people are kind of sadistic. They have to be sadistic to do this. They have to be okay with being beat. They have to be okay with getting hurt and getting yelled at. But I, I the thing thing about that that just really comes out to me is that when you talk about confidence, it doesn't confidence doesn't come from thinking you're good at something. It's from getting the shit kicked out of you, showing back up and doing it and being successful and then having that stack of successes behind you going, yep, I've done that. I've done that. I've done that. But you showed back up and you kept getting your shit kicked in and you were like, Hey, I'm still here, man. You're not, you're not going to get by that. And that's, I think that's the, the callous, the, the, uh, the swagger, I guess, for better term. And, you know, I used to wonder why so many entrepreneurs that were successful early on in our career were like, hey, man, if they would just loan us this money or they would give us this chance or they would do this or do that. And it was always you hear no, no, no. Well, it's easy for them to say no because they don't have risk there. But it was when they when they see something and you step out of the box and you you risk everything you have to get to a certain point, then you start realizing it's like, okay, I was just adding risk and I was adding stuff to these guys that maybe they just didn't understand or just didn't know it. And now you had to or prove yourself. So they had the confidence in you like you have in yourself. 
Yeah, I think you said it when you said proving yourself. Because even though, like, say we've been doing land investing for a year and we feel like we know what we're doing, mm-hmm. we really at a year you haven't been, you haven't been through the ring. you haven't been through it yet. And someone who's a a, a, a seasoned investor or entrepreneur mm-hmm. can look at you probably like how we look at like a teenager. I look, I let you look at. You know, my teenager, I'm like, yeah, she thinks she knows everything. Yeah. She clearly doesn't, you know, yeah. you got to go through, get the shit kicked out of you day mm-hmm. in, day out, learn from those. Now you got, you said pile, like you've got these pile of like, um, experiences that you know how to handle left and right center forward, whatever. Right. Yeah. And that becomes second place becomes common. You know how to deal with it. You don't stress out. You just, and eh, this is what we do. Let's, let's make it happen. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's a great point. And I think that I, I've got an example on that, that I had a guy send in a, a deal to be funded this week. And so I look at it. I said, hey, man, it's clear cut. Uh, it's worth about 50% of value. So you need to be here on your price. Fair enough. So it, value on a property is between 70 and 90. Market value with trees and everything. But it had been clear cut. So it's probably worth about 35. So from that 35, we need to make our money. So I said, hey, I'll fund it up to 12. You know, if you can get it at 12, I'll fund it. But this is why. And he's like, well, I, you know, it says market value 70. That's what I guess. Maybe I didn't clearly uh, state what I market value with the cons. I said, no, you were spot on. If it was not clear cut, his map version didn't have the clear cut that happened in 2022. Mm. His map version was a little bit older and just catching that. And he's like, ah, okay, that makes perfect sense now. And so those are little things like that that happen that you you pick it up. Why do you check it on three different maps, Justin? Well, I want to see the different variances. Why do you go back in time so I can see what happened? What if it's ever been wet? If it's ever been clear cut, what, what I'm working with on history. Again, those are that pile of, pile of uh, confidence in this pile of uh, experiences that you said, hey, I've been burned for it. We drove to Arkansas and found a property was clear cut because we didn't see it on the map. Mm-hmm. You know, so those are experiences that happen. It's not a, I'm just trying to look for ways to make it not work. It's for ways that it's been, it's been a problem for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't really know what to say from there. Go from there. It's, it's all about that experience. I mean, I guess what to do when you get kicked or punched in the nuts, right? Yeah, and I think that is you get you, back up. You get back up and you look and what what in every Rocky movie they they kept making Rocky movies because he kept getting back up. He had blood all over his face. You know, he yells Adrian, whatever he needs to do to to stand back up and get toe to toe. And every day is there's going to be some great days. There's going to be some wins, but it's to me it's that challenge of that journey that that the things you face on that that really make a difference. And I I think you know three four years into it. A person that has been through that and has and, and persevered, they are never the same. Mm-hmm. Like I could ask you this, and I could ask any of one of our full time guys that have, have done this, they will never have to work again in their life. Mm-hmm. Work for someone because they have figured out what it takes to be successful and how to continually do it. Because they can take that nut punch, they can take that nut kick, they can find that issue and continually grow and work and, and build that wealth. I mean, I could start back at zero today. And I have these experiences and I have that pile there that I can continue to be successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just reminded me, I just looked at my phone to confirm the date, but, uh, um, you said th- someone's at three or four years or whatever. I just mm-hmm. looked to com- the 28th was, um, three years from three years from project one. Yeah. 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 And, and I was looking at the photos on Tuesday, think looking at the two of us, uh-huh. <laughs> we even obviously we look a lot different, but I was thinking, man, you know, we thought we knew a lot back then. We weathered. <laughs> we aged. And I think, so Project One, for those who are new listeners that don't know what that was, is we had the wild idea of sending out 60,000 pieces of mail at one shot, not telling anybody, then showing up to the live event that corresponded with that and giving those there 10% of the profits. Mm-hmm. Little did we know the world would shut down 
within the next week with COVID. But we still persevered. We spent, I think it was close to what, 30,000 bucks in cost to do that. Probably, yeah. So from there, we still, I think it did what, 250,000 in profit? Mm-hmm. And, Something like that, yeah. And so, you know, that's the that's the crazy thing to me is when people are like, oh yeah, I did a big mailer. I did 10 grand or 10,000 or 15,000, you know. We really pushed that. But that changed some other people's businesses because we have two two listeners that are close friends that are doing annual mail cycles in the fifty to seventy to eighty thousand range now because they saw it and they they learned from our mistakes and our, our thresholds that we handled, but they they have seen it and they've done extremely well with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to say two hundred fifty thousand. That to me was almost a it was almost a failure, but it was close to my benchmark what a failure is on a mailer. My mail my my mailer benchmark is if I spend three thousand dollars, I have to make ten x that, so I have to make thirty thousand dollars on a mailer. So that's my benchmark for a, a pass or fail. I think anybody listening here is oh, you spent thirty thousand dollars and you made two hundred and fifty. They do that all day, every day. I mean, I, I would do that every day. Yeah, and so that, but that's just my personal piece there. But you know, you take into consideration COVID, you take into consideration just timing, and and then the amount of stuff that came back. I mean, it was it was a monumental task, and to think that was three years ago, and what we've done since then with Project Two, you know, we showed that piece, and I was talking about that to somebody. We almost made the exact same amount of money off twenty thousand pieces of mail. combined probably yeah right around there yeah so it's it's funny to me that we continually show you this year after year but it's 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 nice to look back and say yeah we did it we've taken that hit to the nuts we've got back up we can't have kids now because we've been hitting (laughs) the nuts so many times but we're, we're ready to keep going well maybe not with kids but yeah yeah yeah. i I would i would like another one jessica i would i would love one i saw a little girl yesterday with a little ponytail holding her hand she was probably two maybe three and I was like, man, that's my favorite age, three, four. Kaysen's getting, he's four right now, and that's like probably prime age for me. And then it just kind of goes downhill into their ugly phase, into the nines and tens and elevens. <laughs> Maybe they'll be cool again when they're 30, eight, 18, 20. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not having it. So. Maybe there will be time. Yeah, there will okay. be time. In case anyone's listening, just cover my you know, yeah. CYA. You know, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, anything else? No, man, I'm good. I, th- I liked it. I think it was a good topic today. I think that it adds in the the realness of what's going on, and I can't believe Project One was three years ago. That's what the photo said. Part of me feels like it was longer ago, but the other part of me is like, no, it wasn't that long ago. So I, I guess I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, it doesn't seem three years to me. It seems more like two, but okay, it could. I mean, where we've done Project Two and we did the subdivide mm-hmm. one, so it's three. Yeah, three ago. Yeah, cool. All right, guys, we're going to call it for today. Make sure you go check out Rocket Print. Get your mail bot while it's on sale. And then, as always, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe. Then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening. Like, review, and subscribe. So, appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you, guys.